No, not really. You are a fat piece of shit. You're listening to Epic Cheat Day with your host, Derek Strong. What I'd like to have right now is for all you fat, ugly... We're going to be, yeah, because we, me and Dan are heavy breathers right now. You know, it's, uh, this is what the COVID does to you. See, COVID doesn't take away your sense of smell or taste. You know what COVID does, Dan? It puts 50 pounds on your fucking gut. That's what it does. Are we recording now? I put. Yeah, we're live, baby. Guys, welcome to the Epic Cheat Day Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Strong. And I got a guest for you guys today. He is the big swinging dick of the Chicago comedy scene. Guys, welcome to the show, Mr. Dan Garcia. Dan, say what's up to the fine folks. The I, I'm gonna start my timer here while you talk to them for a little bit, and we get we have no idea what we're doing right now with this text. So either this is gonna work or it isn't. We don't know yet. How you doing, Dan? I'm doing pretty good. I, you know, just adjusting the levels so the beginning of this episode sounds as disorienting as possible with your voice going up and down. That's good. Yeah, I think that's, a, that's really. You know, that's what I heard is the secret to a good podcast is to completely disorient your listeners. So this way they're not sure if they're even listening to a podcast. I don't know if you heard that. I've read that. Somewhere. I, actually, I was uh, listening to a podcast where the first thing they did was eat chips Wow, they ate, <laughs> that they, is pro. That they ate is... some chips. Oh, there we go. I, I feel better now. I do too. I, get out of the well. I like how I can hear myself actually think. So this is good. This so, is so. While they were eating the chips at the beginning of the episode, I thought I am going to listen to something else. That's what I did. because you were smart. Because that's the right move, guys. This is something you should know about podcasting. If you're just getting into doing podcasts, like I'm a pro, I've been doing like 20 episodes of this over the course of eight months. I have no consistency. I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But one thing I do know is don't start the podcast by eating chips. That's not a good move. It's not a good look. Dan Garcia with me. One of the unlikely friends. Dan Garcia, what is the greasiest shit you ate all week? Oh, uh, definitely. Uh, we got these. We always get these chili cheese fries. Chili cheese And it doesn't fries. matter from where. Yeah, because it's a chili cheese yeah. fry. Yeah, exactly. Just, it's like you have chili cheese and fry. It's really everything else is semantics. What's, so. n- what's nice, though, is we get it on, we get the chili and the cheese on the side. Ooh. So that it's not all messy, you know? Exactly. And, and you could dip it like daintily and pretend like this isn't the fattest thing ever. See, I get that. And then you have like the, at least some, you have at least the, the faintest notion of self-control as opposed to getting that. Cause usually when I get the chili cheese fries, it comes in the container and it's already sopped up and it's basically like a stew at that point by the time you get it. And you're right. If you get it separately, the fries are still crispy, the sauce and the chili still separate and you could do what you want with it. You could like make it like a little salad. I get that. That's really cool. It's uh, you could eat it with a fork instead of a spoon. Really? really? That's really what it is. You're eating yeah, chili cheese fries with a spoon. That's no, you know, but also if you're eating chili cheese fries with a spoon, you're probably going to be dead within six months because uh, that's that's like one of the last signs of healthy of good health. Um, so I think di- I think really the problem is when you start dipping the fucking chili cheese spoon into the ice cream. Now that's you know you're going from one to the other, double dipping. See, I haven't done that yet. Now you are giving me plans to fucking. You're giving me life goals that I should be doing at, for at the end of this week, which would probably be. 
you know, tonight when I go home, just get some chili cheese, get some Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's on sale right now at Jewel Osco. Yeah, you want like someone looking in your ice cream being like, what's on this? You know, like just chili. Don't worry, but just chili on the top. Just scrape it off or eat it. See, now this is what we do at the Epic Cheat Day podcast. We innovate, okay? It's called Epic Cheat Day, and that's how you epically cheat on your day is we eat some chili cheese ice cream. Ben and Jerry's hasn't come up with that flavor. You know who did? Dan Garcia. They have Jerry Garcia. The Dan Garcia is chili cheese and vanilla ice cream. That's what's up. It's going to be great. And by the way, Derek, thanks for having me. I'm a longtime listener, first-time guest. So, <laughs> My longtime listener, he has never listened to a single episode, much like anybody in the Chicago comedy scene. And that's fine. I don't listen to any of your bullshit. I have actually shown up to one of Dan's Unlikely Friends shows. I have shown up to Apocalypse Comedy a few times. Hell of a producer. He used to run the Mutiny Open Mic with Mike Johnson, the producer of this fine show that you're listening to right now, and Sean Shellhammer. Can't wait till I have Sean as a fucking guest. The Shellhammer. The Shellhammer. Uh, they used to run the infamous Mutiny Open Mic. The mic started out when I first... I did it the first few weeks. It was Sean. He was like, come to my open mic. Dude, it was three comics there. He said, do as much time as you want. And I'm like, this is a fucking shit show. And then fast forward three months later, 60 comics signing up. All right. It was still a shit show, but it was a fun shit show. Dan, do you want to talk a little bit about the mutiny? Yeah. Legendary mutiny. It was a great time in my life where I went in a downward dark spiral. Really oh, fun good. starting comedy. So glad I'm bringing this it's, one no, out. Because yeah. similar thing is I saw Sean Shellhammer at um Pat. No, no, it wasn't Patsy's. Uh, Harrigan's, one of these <gasps> Irish pub white guy mics or something. And he said, come to my other mic. Was he hosting Harrigan's at the time when you saw him there? No. He, was, I mean, he started hosting it. Like, he did, eventually. Recently. Yeah, eventually. But he, uh, he was just there on it. So I went, similar situation. It's like, do as much time as you want. I did 10 minutes. And uh, I got lucky. There was a couple first timers there that brought four or five people. So we had an audience. Wow. And uh, I I was basically just watching and listening to everyone's set and went up there and I riffed on it and I made fun of people and I did some of my material. And uh, I tricked Mike Johnson and Sean Schellheimer into thinking that I was like a good comic. (laughs) Yeah. I had just started. I was terrible. Well, all of us, I mean, uh, me, Sean, you, I think Mike had just started around that time too. There was like a handful of comics that started around the same time. So like, yeah, everybody's fucking terrible. First six months of comedy. I think like Hugh Thomas is like one of the few who I knew off right off the bat was like, oh, okay, he's good. He's, you know, he's got something, but I rarely have seen somebody out the gate good within six months. I mean, yeah, it's rare. It happens. It's rare, but uh, definitely not, uh, not me. Not yet. Me either. It's just woof. Whoa, what a learning curve. Now, you guys ran tech. Now, for the listeners, you guys have to understand the gravity of what Dan was trying to do at this open mic. Because I, it's great. But, like, the listeners that I have to this podcast aren't comics. So, you know, which, again, is a bad thing because, like, fuck all you guys. But it's a good thing because you guys are getting a glimpse inside the world of stand-up comedy, especially at the low level that me and Dan are at. Um But yeah, what Dan was doing was he would run tech at these open mics and he would actually film and record people's sets as an extra perk, free of cost, gratis. 
And that was a great perk for people to just come to the open mic to actually get a film set because one of the most important things to do early on in your stand-up career is to get a good set so that you could have that as kind of a demo tape to get on shows and things like that. Yeah, so. I was I was really early in a comedy. I was doing uh, had done some filmmaking before stand up and I, you know, was like young, bright eyed, wanted to do something nice for people. So I spent all this time like filming and just if they left their email, I'd send them their clips. Uh, if people came a lot, I would hold on to them in case they eventually wanted them. Um, I would not do that for people anymore. And that's, that's a lot of work. Yes, it is. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's great that you did it in your first year of comedy, but like after that, yeah, you can't, there's things you can't do. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. When I first, the first week I ran my open mic, I was like, fuck the Chicago bullshit at my mic. Everybody gets five minutes of stage time. And I realized by the end of that, and I mind you, I had run open mics before that, but this was my mic, right? I'm going to do it my way. So I had the brilliant idea, hey, give everybody five minutes. Bad move. Bad move. And we scaled it back to four, like, for the next week on. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to listen to anyone for more than four minutes, turns out. That's, that's <laughs> rough. It's that. That's max it out four minutes. And uh, you've hosted. I've hosted. It's a thankless job. It is a fucking thankless job. So, uh, but we love doing it. We love being comics. Now. Tell us a little bit about Unlikely Friends. What is Unlikely Friends? What do you guys do? Um, so um, back when I actually was hosting the Mutiny and filming, Jamal Gushan uh, sought me out because he's like, hey, probably I, one of the funniest people in this city. He's so to, good. I have to validate that. I'd love to get him on this fucking podcast. He, I love it. So he shows up. He's just like, hey, I hear you got a camera. You know, like, and that was, he was like, hey, man, got this you know, a lot of porn movies start out like that, too. Really? I heard you got a camera and then all of a sudden there goes her whole entire adult life. So, and, and these know. days, all you need is an action cam. So really, for $75, you could be porn <laughs> yes. producer pretty easily. Superstar, baby. That's what it is. Yeah, you, you get have your own company. Get two of them, tape them right above your eyes and you got VR. You know what I'm saying? Like you got a VR recording. By the way, Dan has a VR. He has an Oculus and fucking if you haven't tried VR, even at the no matter like it's at this point, you have no reason not to at least try it. You know, years ago. Yeah. Two thousand dollars. And it looks like you're on the set of Blade Runner killing yourself with a fucking giant cord attached to a four thousand dollar computer. Sure. Don't fucking do VR. Then now it doesn't cost that much. It's an awesome experience. Yeah, and that, yeah, and I don't know why this is commercial for the Oculus, but uh, Oculus 2 doesn't require a computer, so you're free. You're free. You're untethered. is completely wireless. You are not even wired to the controllers. Guys, the Epic Cheat Day podcast is unofficially brought to you this week by the Oculus Rift headset. Or, I'm sorry, the Oculus Quest 2 headset. That's right, the Quest 2. And, you know, it's a Facebook-owned product, so the only thing you're really paying is Zuckerberg can read your thoughts through your eyeballs. Yeah. But, you know. And he does. But it's fucking fun, dude. It's fun. I mean, and that's the one downside is like if you are anti-Facebook, first of all, yeah, I get it. But also you cannot use the Oculus Quest 2 without Facebook. It absolutely requires you to have Facebook. So just know that ahead of time. Oh, man. What if Donald Trump had an Oculus Quest 2 and he can't log in because he's banned from Facebook? Dude, he can't fucking play Beat Saber. Oh, that sucks. So mad. So mad. So you start Unlikely Friends with Jamal Gushan. Yeah, he, he came by, and we actually had a few other ideas um, that we tried first. But eventually, you know, uh, with Jessica Mance, who was the third, for, like, official 
you know, core member. We kind of we built a couple Another seasons. Another great comic, by the way, guys. Jessica Mance, check her out. All right, she's awesome. Uh, we built a couple seasons, but we've been on hiatus since the shelter in place. Like everything that we're kind of trying to do, um, either required too many people or we were just kind of deciding to play it safe. Uh, the last shoot we did busted up by the police. Can you believe this shit? Really? Yeah. Fucking. Um, we were trying to like we were doing like this Talladega Nights kind of thing. Well, with uh, we had RV our yeah art like RC cars. Yeah. And we put GoPros on the top. And then we had everyone like kind of show up in some kind of ridiculous costume. That was our racers. We were going to do sideline interviews and then come up here to this, uh, this attic we're in right now and then do the booth, you know, and, yeah. and write the booth based on what happened, kind of mix it all together. We get set up, takes like two hours to set everything up. And right about when we're about to, uh, have the national anthem sung live, we were about to say, you know, action for the first time, this guy, Walks over. We're at the we're in the Lane Tech parking lot. This guy walks over from uh, DePaul College Prep. He'd like walk half a mile to get to us, uh, and he's just screaming at us that we have Jesus. to leave. He brought like a young uh, black male with him because I think he saw we were ethnically diverse, and he knew like ethnically diverse he, he comedy knew- in Chicago will bring about racism. When you guys are doing it out in the public, that's just the way it works out here so in Chicago. He brings his child as a shield because he's he knows he's calling the cops, right? He's yeah. like, there's, a, there's too many black people. And like, this guy's Mexican. I don't know what Zacco is. He's a Neanderthal of some yeah, kind. Yeah, Zacco. Zacco's white, but he's also six five, and he's built like you know Triple H from pro wrestling. So Ridiculous. Yeah, he's, he, Ridiculous. Yeah, I get it. We had uh we had some ladies. By the way, but before you get into that, I like the fact the ambition level that you guys got to. But and I don't think we qualified for unlikely friends to YouTube channel, correct? Oh yeah, we're we're YouTube and and that's you know we have enough subscribers that you just go to unlikely friends comedy. And then yeah, it'll come up and they they produce they make sketches and they're using all local talent for their sketches. Um, check definitely check them out. They're doing really creative, really innovative comedy stuff with it, and they're having fun. You could tell they're having fun when they're doing it, and to me, that makes everything more entertaining. But uh, anyhow, sorry. De- yeah, definitely. And if you check it out, check out season one, episode one, fighting friends. That definitely was. Yeah. Yes. You know, oh, yeah, totally. It was just a great one. Super funny. Absolutely. And everybody had a blast doing it. It looked like a great time. Um, I would love to be on one of these sketches one day, by the way. I mean, you know, that would be, that would be great. You know, I know I'm not the most photogenic person on the planet, but however, I am loud. So, I mean, that's true. So, so you'd be great to not have anywhere near the set. Nowhere near the set. Guys, you know, you're not going to see me anywhere near the set of an unlikely friend shoot. (laughs) That's why I've never been invited to doing any of those. Epic Cheat Day Podcast. Hit me up. Epic Cheat Day Podcast (laughs) at... Facebook, Instagram, at Gmail. You know, I have this Gmail set up. Not a single person has emailed me, but people talk to me about the fucking podcast all the time. Hey, instead of talking to me directly, use the email. You know, it's backwards. You know, most people get the emails. Nobody talks face-to-face. I get people talking to me uh, face-to-face all the time. Send the man an email. Come on. Send the dude an email. Like, I already forgot. I think it's the name of the podcast dot epic cheat day podcast it's uh, at gmail.com at, at facebook check me out at instagram check me out i'm starting to get more and more ridiculous with my instagram so it's gonna be fun um what else now I, you've produced several shows 
here in this city, which uh, Apocalypse quite, quite Comedy, RIP. I'm so glad I got to do the last one. Fucking what a great show. What that a was great a fun concept. show. That was like our first, the first thing that I did. I did it with Michael Johnson, who yeah. produces this. Who produces po- this. Produces this podcast. Shout out to Michael Johnson. Uh, it was a great show, but I think eventually. Wait, wait, hold on. I just want to. This isn't Michael Johnson's podcast. This is Derek Strong Epic Cheat Day podcast. He just so happens to fucking stick his fingers in the pie a little bit. Anyway, go ahead. He does. He sticks his finger in. That's the best way to describe Mike Johnson, I think. He, he sticks just his finger sticks in his fingers pie. in pies. And that's, uh, it, you know? that's how you got to do it. Definitely. But um, yeah, that was a great show. It did it for a couple of years, but I think it kind of outgrew or we outgrew the show for yeah. what it was. It was a really good show for beginners. There was a lot of opportunity to do really short time. Um, but then eventually it just, you know, just wasn't the thing anymore. So RIP for sure. And what other shows have you produced here in the city? There's foreplay. I know you guys foreplay Fridays. We're doing yeah. that at the Flatiron arts building every first Friday of the month. Uh, it was great, man. They had, they opened all the galleries up and all the artists had their spaces open. And right at the tail end of that, we had this awesome comedy show with, uh, you know, we had drinks included the ticket price, just so- balling. So, okay, for my non-Chicago listeners, the Flatiron Building is in uh, Wicker Park in Chicago, which is a very hipster, gentro neighborhood of the city. A lot of gastro pubs around there, a lot of vape shops, a lot of homemade bikes that you could buy in and around this neighborhood. And you will go into the Flatiron Building. They will have macaroni art. And people who believe that they understand the concept of art and what makes an artist comment on what's clearly somebody going crazy with crayons. But they have an amazing theater in there. And that amazing theater houses a lot of comedy. People who have recorded specials in there. And that's where they also have Foreplay Fridays. That was awesome, man. There was uh, there was this one show. I don't know what was happening, but uh, Alex Dragovich, hilarious guy. Love Alex Dragovich. I want him on this fucking podcast. He, he got one of the longest applause breaks I've ever seen in my life. That he, even he looked a little uncomfortable in it. Like it, it, really, around, around like ten seconds, you're like, what? Yeah, what is going what is- on? Yeah, like, did he look like, because, like, I know me, like, any time I've gotten a pause break, and by the way, it hasn't been a lot, mind you, but when I have gotten it, I've been confused as to when, how long I should let it look like go for before I actually go back into my shit, because you don't, you don't want the noise to completely fade and then go back into, like, starting material again. You want there to be a little bit, and then that's the least way I've been doing it. You Maybe. let those motherfuckers laugh as long as that they're going to laugh. See this, guys? You're listening to pro tips from Dan Garcia, let those the motherfuck- Epic Cheat Day podcast. You got a joke in your set that can get tossed. You're like, if I got to get right on time, like that one doesn't hit. So just let them laugh, man. See, look at that, man. Don't step on your laughs. Le- learning shit. Now, Dan Garcia is an old fat fuck, and uh, he has gray hairs. Dan, do the carpets match the pubes? Oh, um, you know what? No, I got my first gray hair at seven, but I don't. <laughs> That's called stress, folks. And you know what? Dan has probably had a very interesting childhood. He maybe wants to old. talk about it or not. That's great. Uh, How did that happen? Like, uh, was it just one freak one or did like. No, he did a little bit of like a little patch eventually, you know, as a kid. Um, Wait, was it on the pubes though? I mean, no, no. Okay, so no, Dan did not have gray pubes. No, I mean, he's still not there yet. I mean, I imagine it does happen, but I think. The, oh, I definitely got him, man. The gray the... goes is from the top to the bottom. Or, man, no, it looks like you don't really have much gray up top. If, well, if I grew it out, you would see it. Like, it's, uh, you know, it's. I definitely got the balding going on, so that's happening. It's, uh,. It's 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 interesting though. It's like I thought my brother Mark is you know he's aggressively 
much bolder than I am, but yeah. I like you could be aggressively bald. Aggressively like, like I'm bald. Right in your face with this fucking thing. Well, you know, there's one of your unlikely friends. I'm not going to say his name. We all know who he is. <laughs> who's like 22 years old. And he like he takes off his hat, and I was just like, "Whoa, Grandpa! Where did that come from?" You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. And I love the kid, but I, I was not prepared when he took his hat off. I just wasn't. I was like, "Oh shit, okay." Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough to be a, a white man. That's it's what I hear. It's tough to be a white. <laughs> That's what man. I hear. Oh man, we are oh. coming under fire. Dude. We are losing the 97 percent ownership oh, yeah, of the world. <laughs> Well, I'm a Jew, though, so white guys hate me once they find out that I'm a Jew, but I'm white passing. So it's like it's like I'm I'm still ethnic. But, you know, when you're a white passing ethnic, it's a weird gray area, man. It's yeah, it is. But I think if they made like a like a place where they put all the white people like it's not safe to put the Jews there. No, it's really not. They're not a fan. They can't do it. So that's it is a a strong, strange area. You know what I mean? It is. It's got to be a little. Dan is, uh, he has a bit about this too. He's Mexican Rican. He's half Mexican, half Puerto Rican. Um, which is a good time. Uh, and I brought this up with Ricardo. Like when I came out to Chicago, like coming from New York, like, you know, the predominant, the, the Hispanics that I grew up with were Puerto Rican and Dominican. Just that's, that's just who was in New York. You know, you see, and of course the Mexicans, everybody's in New York. Right. And then when I came out to Chicago, like, I think you legitimately were the first, any level of Puerto Rican that I met here. And Ricardo was definitely the first Dominican that I met out here. And I was just like, Oh shit. Okay. This is, so they, they, they did come to the Midwest. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, for some reason you got to go to humble park for the Puerto Ricans. Like you can't, they're not really anywhere else. I found that out. I found that out. I was seeing somebody who lived in humble park and then I went out there. I was just like, Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, I mean, you know, and that's something that again, New York, when I I found this out when I moved to Philly. It was just like, you know, New York, everybody's on top of each other. And, yeah, there are different ethnic neighborhoods. But, like, Chicago, it's so spread out. And, like, everybody is in their own neighborhood, like, for real, like, in their own neighborhood. Like, the uh, segregation is insane. It's just insane. So it was just something for me to get used to. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, All it's, right, it's a little different out here, but whatever. by street, like there's a street, and then one side's one thing, and the other side's, side's something else. Little... Now you grew up here, right, Dan? Uh, yeah, but in the suburbs, really. So not really in Chicago. I guess you know I'm old enough to this point. I probably spent more of my life in the city than out of it. But uh, as a kid, I was in the fucking suburbs, you know, doing suburb things, doing suburb things, I was, like was listening it? to Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Were you a skateboarder? Uh, no, but I got a skateboard in college and I'm like, let's thrash. And then we all twisted our ankles. <laughs> <laughs> so then weed became a thing yeah. for Dan Garcia. He's a big proponent of the marijuana arts. I think you kind of have to be nowadays. Either that or reformed from doing it. Like I used to be a pothead. You're currently, um, what do you think about legalized marijuana here in uh, Chicago? Are you loving it? It's, uh, I guess, I mean, nothing's really changed for me because shit's expensive and I don't know why it's hard it's... as hell to get, like, just open the door, let me walk in and buy, and some buy something. What is that? Like, oh. I, like, I was like, I wanted to check it out and my friend was just like, yeah, you can't just go in and buy it. You have to go online, pre-order it, knock three times, talk to a guy, and then three days later you could come back and get your, like, why are you making this this hard? It's super hard. There's yeah. such a, like, a weight. Yeah. 
And it's like four times the amount as if I went to somebody who just sells weed and bought it from them. So most people I know are still buying it from the people they bought it from. So anyway, I think that it brings the quality up. Like, you know, like the rising tides, you know, whatever, raise all ships or some bullshit like that. Rising tides, raise all ships. Guys, you are hearing some fucking next level fortune cookie level shit from Dan Garcia here. Yeah, I yeah. Wouldn't, you wouldn't expect him a very nautical. He's a very nautical person. Very like, nautical. you walk into his house, there's just anchors everywhere and fucking all sorts of just, you know, maps. and. It's like your it's like your uncle's lake house in there, you know what I mean? It's, just, <laughs> it's like your it's uncle's fucking a fish somewhere. Uncle's lake house. Now, me and Dan are both, you know, balls deep in fucking middle age, so this is a... Actually, no, you're just sticking your big toe into the middle-aged pool, aren't you? No, no, 38 at this point. Yeah, that's old. You're you're there. I'm getting there. You're there. Getting old. So, yeah, it's like I think now's the time we start getting into war and, you know, or books about war at least and, you know, nautical stuff and... Yeah, you you put on a fucking pirate hat or, you know, or fucking captain (laughs) hat, whatever your flavor is. Like it's good or evil. You know what that remind me? I told you I had to grind grind my gear or something was grinding my gears. You know what it is? Walking down Southport. Okay, so right now as we're recording this, I don't know when I'm putting it out there, but COVID's probably still going to be running rampant. Okay, walking down Southport, those open air cafes with the fucking tents with the flamethrowers in the middle. How in the fuck is that any safer than just letting us eat inside? How? It's not, there's no way you can convince me that that is safer for people than just, it's an enclosed tent. So what they've done is they've taken these restaurants and they, they have like this cafe area that's enclosed. Okay. This is the important part. It's enclosed and to heat it up, they have these giant butane flamethrowers and cages to heat everything up. So basically they're keeping any virus that's in there nice and warm and toasty and around a bunch of people that are sitting not six feet apart from one another, Dan Garcia, how is that any better than sitting inside? I don't know. I think we need to get like feed tubes, you know, so people can just <laughs> stick a tube under their mask and just it feeds them and whatever. Dude, if they had a feed tube, the obesity problem would definitely trip. Like it's already bad in this country. It would definitely triple or quadruple. Like I know me, I would have a feed tube installed. The feed tube feed tube cafe right that we got a tube cafe man great we are pioneering ideas at the epic cheat day podcast listeners would you eat at the feed tube cafe hit me up at the epic cheat day podcast at gmail facebook or instagram i got dan garcia with me right now dan what are your socials where can people find you you know uh Insta Dan Garcia is my Instagram. Uh, so at it, yeah. Uh, at Lenny Coggins is the uh, the Twitter I never use. You could go see me be an egg. Is my icon nice? He's an, an egg on an Twitter, egg. and uh, and Lenny Coggins is a great name that I do not use. He doesn't use that. I use it. I do it. I use it online, and people say like Zangerdone. You know, like I don't know if you're familiar. With I have no idea what he's talking about right now. This is some deep cut. What is it? A heavy, some heavy metal thing, uh, or is it some extra super nerd s- shit? So in the in the eighties, I believe there was this musician named Kenny Loggins. I know Kenny Loggins. And, I absolutely know Kenny. And, and he wrote Zone. Highway to the Danger Zone. Yeah, he did uh, Footloose. Footloose and all yeah. that. So so I'm Lenny Coggins, which is Kenny Loggins. Oh, but Lenny Coggins, dude. That 
that is fucking. This is it right here. So this people, is, yeah, it's hilarious. It's like another level, like 4D chess or whatever. Oh man, see, listen to this, guys. You are getting your mind exploded by Dan Garcia. That's right. So that's why it's Zanger Dome instead of Danger Zone. You see, it's Zanger Dome. Right. I get it. This is fucking. This is some eye opening. World breaking, mind blowing shit that we're listening to right here. You know, the entire time I've been doing the podcast today with you, every time I turn to my left, I am hitting my headphone on this right here, nice. and it is a wonderfully jarring feeling. Like, I'm glad. It is a reminder that I'm awake and alive in the world. The the experience that is like conscious consciousness, right? It's 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 just like yeah, you know, we're amazing. in this. I think yeah. my favorite part. You of know, it's messed up. Here's the messed up part. I had COVID for two weeks. Dan knew that I had COVID. He, me and I talked about it at length, and then I mentioned it again today. He's just like, oh, yeah, you had it? What was it like? I'm like, you mother... Do you ever... He just turn, tunes me out every time he hangs out with me. Um, you know, We have been hanging out a little bit more. He's one of the few people who I actually hang out with during COVID. Who have you been hanging out with, audience, during COVID? Has it been your fucked up family who nobody likes? Oh, that's great. Hit me up. Epic Cheat Day Podcast at gmail.com. Email this fucking guy. Please do. My favorite part is how you, you keep saying I'm here with Dan Garcia. Like people are tuning in in the middle. Like yeah. we're on the fucking radio like or we're something. we're on the radio. Like driving down. Oh, he was, epic. he was halfway through. It was Dan Garcia. Oh, there are times where I'll just randomly change what the podcast name is. Where I'll be like, this is the Dan Garcia Podcast with Epic Cheat Day. Yeah, so. I'd be on that. You would be on that. If if you're not on the Dan Garcia with Epic Cheat Day podcast, that is, you know what? That's what we're going to change the name of the podcast, too. We could get all kinds of silly on that podcast. We're going to fuck with this Oculus in a little bit. I know that. Uh, Definitely. I got uh, The Walking <coughs> Dead, which is actually quite, it's a great game. My issue, though, is I got in it and I remembered that I'm, like, scared of zombies. Yeah. <laughs> so, you like, know, let me let me drop thirty dollars on a game that I'm gonna never play because I'm terrified. I'm so of scared, and it's like thirty dollars. Yeah, it's like I. It's is it like a is it a full price game? Yeah, it's good though. Is it? Yeah, the controls are really good. If you and honestly, the zombies like let them bite you a little bit, and then you're like, okay, this I I survived. Everything's fine. See, but that's what worried about me. So like the PlayStation VR, they had Resident Evil Seven that came out for it, and there was like six like serious jump scare moments i'm like if they keep fucking around like this they're gonna give somebody a legitimate heart attack like, i don't i don't think that they should do that i think honestly most vr game and i i probably wrong here yeah but in general try not to jump scare you because people will run right into a fucking wall you know they'll, yeah they'll, they'll run out they'll jump out their window on accident yeah i mean that's yeah you really i i know like some people some developers are thinking oh if we get that we'll get pressed but you're gonna get the bad kind of press for that you're gonna get the Oh, the studio shut down and you're... Does anybody develop VR games who listen to this podcast? I would love to actually be a part of that. We could do the Epic Cheat Day VR where you could actually see me record this. This would be amazing. No, that's cool. And honestly, I I need more friends. You can find me at Facebook, Dan Garcia. Good luck. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's not a lot of Dan Garcia. It's in Chicago. It's not like you live in a major metropolis either. Is there some way to like give your Facebook handle? No, right? You just like find my name. There is like there is like everybody has like an individual link. And I had to look this up because, you know, I had to like like get my socials together for doing this podcast. But it is the hardest thing to find on Facebook. And you like the easiest way to do it is if you have your Facebook account on your computer, like going through your phone 
just fucking forget about it. Like just going through the app on the phone, forget about it. It's ridiculous. But uh, what I'm going to do is for all the podcast episodes that I've guessed, I'm going to hit you up for bio information. Anyhow, so I'm going to put all of that in there. Yeah, so get the that link in there can... and email it to everyone who emails you. Yeah. yeah. Just be like, follow Dan Garcia. Follow Dan Facebook. Garcia. Also, every time you hit up the Epic Cheat Day podcast at gmail.com, I will give you Dan Garcia's link. Whether you ask for it or not, this man needs followers. Uh, Dan, any closing thoughts or anything else you want to talk about? I mean, shit, it's, I capped the episodes at 30 minutes, but we could fucking add more if you want. Well, you know, I don't, it depends on your listeners. I mean, let, well, how about we go to the phones and we see <laughs> we go to the phones, you know, cause <laughs> I want to hear more. We want to hear more. Um, I, I, Honestly, I could have sworn I had another question to ask you about. I thought there was like some curveballs and like crazy the questions. Cur- the curveball was just, you know, the, the, one, the one gross things I ate and then the gross things I could eat and whether or not you have gray pubes. Like, I mean, gray yeah, pubes. pretty fucking generic. You know, yeah. honestly, this I'd, is going to be called the pretty generic podcast with your host, Derek Strong. I, I think I would know that like the grooming during the pandemic has been pretty Man. You know, I could go look right now and tell you, I, I think I got them all grown out right now. So. <laughs> Wait, were you a, were you a, like the whole manscaping thing before the, before the pandemic happened? Yeah. I, uh, when I, especially when I lost a bunch of weight, you know, like you, you shave it up and it looks, it looks real big. Shit. I, I didn't do that when I lost the weight. Yeah, I gained, I, I gained a good portion of the weight back when I got down to like, a buck ninety when I got under the two hundred oh pound mark. I was just, I was still a long pube in it. I gotta show you a picture. Your pubes, please no. don't show me <laughs> your pubes, no, I gotta show you a picture of me when I got down like one seventy five, dude. I look hot, dude. Yeah. Dude, you hot. look hot right now. You are for for a chubby guy. You are all sorts of snuggly. Um, I, you know, I, that's I, what, I agree with you, but skinnier, hot as fuck. So, like, for every person that follows me on Facebook from this podcast, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. 10 pounds. Do you want to see Dan Garcia smoking hot at 175 pounds again? If so, follow him at his socials, which we're going to be adding yeah. into the link for the podcast. And send, send Derek an email to confirm. To you confirm. Like. You got to do that, guys. Use the email. You know, we're going to have more guests, too. You know why? Because when I put out the call to have guests on there, I got like 90. I have literally I have guests for about a year and a half worth of podcasts. And uh, a lot of people that hit me up aren't going to be on it because they could go fuck their own mothers. And um, but a lot of people I did are people that I like. I like a lot of people in the Chicago comedy scene. So it's, uh, you know, we're going to have a lot of guests. I'm just going to do guests from now on. You man. should. And I honestly, like, if you like this setup, I mean, I can fix this Fisher Price mic. This mic, my, my mic sucks. My voice, not hot right now. But if it's, you want to have guests here, I you can rent this space for more than whatever the other people are offering. So you see that? I can actually spend more money to do my podcast yeah. at Dan Garcia's with his equipment than what I'm paying right now. So this is this is great. That's called a reverse bargain. Yeah. Um, you know, he's an anti-Jew and doesn't know how <laughs> business works. So <laughs> I mean, like you you asked me to be on your podcast and I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, okay. He's like, do you have equipment? I'm like, yeah, cuz I think well, I'm going to like call him or do something through the computer. No, like you needed all the equipment. I needed all the equipment. Yeah, everything, the recording, the headphones. Look, and listen, I get it. it it's kind of shady that I did it this way, but I figured we're going to kill two birds with one stone. Dan Garcia was going to be on this podcast episode. That's what, Dan, real quick, 
you were heavyweight at one point. You dropped down. You came back. You struggled with weight, just like I have. Up and down, baby. Yeah. Okay. It's it's a lifelong thing, isn't it? It, it is. And honestly, the real secret to losing weight is just to be as miserable as possible. Yeah. Like if you like if you hate yourself, if you hate yourself more than you love food, which is hard to do. <laughs> but if you can do it, must for the strength, you, you can, have it in you to do this. You could lose weight. And then when I lost weight, I actually bought an elliptical. In my house, I had one in a house. And I had and I, I owned that house, and I and I did and I I played Madden and used the elliptical, and I lost a shit ton of weight. So just have a lot of money. Yes, that helps too. Have a lot of money, it helps out. Buy a sixteen hundred dollar piece of fitness equipment for the. Would you have? Did you have like a life fitness like full on gym oh, level? I elliptical? got yeah, I got that. I got that baby in there, but it had like some problems. Like the thing was jumping off the track. As that's real, fucked up, man. For that shit. kind of money, they. You know, they better have tech support that comes into your house and fixes it that day. And, and you know what? Somebody did, but it still clicked a little bit. But I was playing Madden. You know, I got over it. It's uh, fine. Yeah, because when you're playing Madden, you just zone out, baby. Man, you zone I, out. I, dropped a, I dropped a lot of weight. That's what's up. And Got, I, and guys, I, this is the Drop and Weight Podcast with Daryl Strong and Dan Garcia. Hit me up. Epic Cheat Day Podcast. Dan, anything else you want to leave the uh, fine folks at home or in their car or dealing with the pandemic with? Uh, you know what, everyone just, every, this is what I say at the end of every Overwatch match that I win. I say, you guys are the best. Fucking. The best there ever was. Nerd. You're the best. Oh my God. The best there ever. So that's, all you guys listening to this, you are the best. In fact, you are the best there ever was. You're the best that ever was. Every guest that I've had so far on the podcast is a fucking super nerd. I myself am a nerd. And guess what? Here's a big surprise for you. Every comedian who has ever cracked a joke in their life. It's a fucking nerd. Guys, this is the Epic Nerd Podcast. Derek Strong, thank you so much for listening. Take care. See ya. Mike, we're good.